What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. This is Grace Patton with my co-host Griffin McDonald, and you're listening to Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. This week, we have Caroline Wick joining us, a University of South Carolina student with an amazing sense of streetwear fashion and has a pretty solid follower base on her social media platforms. Caroline is a marketing and supply chain operations major with a minor in fashion merchandising, and she is from Charlotte, North Carolina, graduating in 2023. How are you today, Caroline? I am good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing well myself. So before we get started in the interview, would you like to give us your outfit details of the day? Yes. It's very, very casual, but um, just this Los Angeles like oversized varsity jacket. I'm not quite sure what you would call this. And then I just have on like my matching like talentless set. Sneakers, jewelry, accessories. Okay, so um, I have, this is my favorite necklace. It's like the like Dior, um, like kind of chain one. And I kind of yeah. wear it, like, I mean, you can wear it with anything. I don't really ever take it off. Um, and then, I mean, I don't have shoes on right now, but if I were to like go somewhere right now, like with this outfit, I would like have these on. And I have these right. like little gold plated things on it it says my name which is like kind of like weird but I kind of like it because it's like adds a little extra yeah to my um <laughs> to my sneakers um, a little personal flair yeah exactly and I mean you can't even read what it says so it's not like you're gonna look down and be like oh it's just kind of like for fun I guess you know that's cool I mean are you do you like Jordan ones a lot yeah I have a lot of different pairs um they're like probably one of the only like shoes i wear i like have a small obsession with them with jordan ones specifically <laughs> and the like dunks too but i only have one pair of dunks but they're probably my i like them probably better they're like a lot more comfortable than the jordan ones so yeah. it's a collection being built over time <laughs> yeah just yeah no every wardrobe is a work in progress right Exactly. It's only going up. So um, you have like a very unique style, I've noticed, from most typical people at South Carolina. And my main question going into this interview would be like, where do you shop? Because I feel like most people we've interviewed are mostly thrift shoppers, like secondhand um, shoppers. But I noticed you're more like brand, like you get like nice things. Like what's like your favorite place to shop at I I also do love um thrift store shopping just because um it's you know you never know what you're gonna find and it's always super fun but the places I tend to shop from one of my favorites is Glassons just because it is like sustainable and that is something that you know like I value a lot um and you know that's kind of the future of 
the whole fashion industry is like pushing towards sustainability, but um, probably glasses and then um, change as well, which is more like sweat sets and stuff like that. Um, but both of them are sustainably made and, and Frankie Collective too, because they will like go thrift store shopping and then they'll like basically take all this stuff and like rework them somehow. So it's, I feel like, and I like to support um, brands that are like, have their values aligned with mine as well. Yeah, I've actually heard of Change before. That's the Change without the A, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love their clothes, but I've never heard of um, Frankie's Collective. You'll have to look there. They have really cool stuff. It's a little bit more expensive, but, you know, these are things also that will last you, like, forever, and it's, like, kind of like a craft, and you know? Yeah, that's definitely so. something I look for, too, when I'm shopping, especially with, like, the sustainability thing. I think the price is definitely worth it. So do you want to explain a little about a little bit about like what you do? I know you have like this like follower base, I said, but do you want to explain um, in your own words like what you do? Yeah, so um, basically, I mean, I only really got started with kind of this stuff like freshman year of college. Um, I don't even really know how. I guess it's just like putting consistent like content out there and stuff, but um I just basically what I guess I do is, um, you know, send like PR emails and and respond to ones that I get as well. Um, Sometimes like hop on meetings with certain brands and stuff like that. But yeah, basically um, you just kind of have like an agreement and it's like, okay, um, you know, you either get paid or um, like reimbursed with like product and you know, normally like post within like seven days, which can, sometimes can be stressful if I have like a lot going on that week, especially with like school as well. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like taking, you know, content and, you know, you have to make sure you like align it well with the brand um, and kind of like their like values and, and vibes and aesthetic and everything like that. So yeah, that's kind of like my week to week, I guess. Is it ever, like, hard to, like, conform to their, like, aesthetics and everything? Or is that something that's not typically super hard? So I I would say yes. However, like, the ones that I typically do, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, work with a brand that, you know, I don't, that doesn't represent me or, like, what I like. Um, and so typically no just because you know you pick and choose the way you would want to represent yourself right exactly but sometimes it can be more difficult just because you know different brands want different things but um, it's never something that's super challenging it just you might have to put a little bit of more thought into the content you're making so what's like your favorite brand that you typically get sponsored from it's hard because I have a lot of favorites. Um, I want to say Pretty Little Thing, but they are more of a fast fashion brand, but definitely like Glassens is like a month to month thing, which I like too, just because also like, since I'm a a marketing major, like it is, that is one of like the best ways, like, because Princess Polly does that too. It's like, 
you work with them on a every month, which is like basically putting for like your audience or whatever, like they're seeing that every month. It's not like a one-time thing. It's not. So I guess it kind of like overloads the, or just like reminds people of the brand every, every month. So the month to month ones are my favorite. Okay. Um, so going a little bit like backwards, what would you, what was like, was there a specific time in your life that you got into fashion? Was there something that like sparked or has this always been a thing in your life? I would say it was not always a thing in my life because I look back at my um, like pictures from high school and I'm like, what was going on there? <laughs> I feel like most people would do that. <laughs> yeah, like you think you're into fashion and then you look back and you're like, oh, geez. Yeah. And I thought I was like killing it. I was like, you know, but then I, I mean, but fashion does change over time as well. So maybe at that time it was. Maybe I was killing it at the time. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just looking back, it's like, no way. <laughs> um, but I would say I've always been kind of the person too, that I don't want to look like everybody else. And I don't, um, I had this one class and it would talk about like standardization. And so I've, that's just not who I am. Like, if anything, I like to do the opposite of what, like, everyone else is doing. I'm very similar, so. so I completely understand that. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess it's, like, kind of through fashion that I um, evoke that, like, part of my personality. So it's kind of like a supplement to who you actually are. Right, exactly. Yeah, probably, like, senior year of high school is when, or maybe, like, junior is when you really got into it. Yeah. But I think it's it's gotten definitely better over time because still, you know, high school is just, I think, a rough time for everyone. Yeah. Especially like being in your hometown, it's way like easier to conform and kind of try and dress like that. And then me going to college, I was like, F that. Like, I'm doing what I want. <laughs> I know. No, exactly. It's It's kind of hard to dress differently especially in like your hometown especially if you're not from like a huge area i'm not saying columbia is a huge area but it's definitely bigger than in my hometown um if you dress like even a little different you get judged so heavily just for wearing something even a little bit different and i don't know about y'all but i mean for guys if you weren't wearing like a, a pfg shirt and pfg shorts and like you know any kind of nike sneaker you're like Everyone just kind of look at you differently, and it was just like weird. But same thing goes for me. When I went to, when I got to college, I was like, I'm just gonna dress how I want to, whatever, not a big deal. And then that's how I kind of developed my own personal style. Was just freshman year to now has been a huge growth for me. Yeah, it's definitely. I agree with that though, hundred percent, because it's like a lot of the experiences too, like in high school, even with like getting like judged and stuff. Like you know, it happens to all of us, but that also kind of like shaped my like, I guess morals a little bit because I'm like, okay. And I also like after high school, I was like, I, I just don't care anymore. Like if you want to like say something about what I'm wearing, I, it doesn't bother me. It's only like, yeah, exactly. Like I can make so. a comment about your outfit too. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> No, Yeah. Exactly. Especially like being in like, the South. I always call Columbia the conservative South. It's not super conservative or anything, but there definitely is the like Southern style that's definitely more prominent here. 
So I, I honestly like love when people comment on my outfit or like look at me weird. I'm like, all right, I did it right today. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you know you're dressing. If people are judging you for wearing something different, that's how you know you're doing good. I know. That's actually like the truest thing ever. It's better to have your own style than to like wear what everyone else is wearing. I definitely feel like after Corona, people are wearing a lot more stuff that you'd be like we're all the same age so like freshman year I feel like not a lot of people like we're stepping out of the box but this year being back on campus I noticed so many different styles and I am living for it I know over COVID a lot of and this kind of ties back into the whole social media thing I know a lot of people were on social media like a lot more than they usually were and um, a lot of fashion trends came out during that time on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And I think that definitely kind of helped people kind of get out of their comfort zone and eventually led people to kind of branch off of those original like social media trends into their own thing, which I think is awesome. Um, Which again, ties into the thing I wanted to ask you just one question. Uh, I mean, how big of a role has social media played on your own personal style? It probably has played a pretty significant role just because there's constant like inspiration everywhere and I kind of back to what you were saying a little bit it's like since we are locked away you spend so much time I guess with yourself and you don't you're not around anyone so you're not like afraid of this seeing this person after like posting this or whatever so I feel like that also helped me to kind of like take time to learn everything that I like and just work on like my content and stuff like that so I feel like it definitely kind of it gave me a period of time that I wouldn't have had without COVID to like work on these things because it wasn't really like a intentional I guess thing it was just started out of me being like okay I don't care anymore I'm just gonna take cool pictures and things that I like wearing yeah so pretty significant role I would say So is this something you're continuing on doing after college, like full-time, or would you be looking into other stuff, um, like a more like conventional job, or would you like focus full-time on social media? I, I mean, I'll probably keep doing it kind of on the side, um, but it's not something that I like really rely on or even probably I probably don't even really want to do that ever full-time it's just very I don't like social media that much um (laughs) but I definitely will want to like you know have my internships and do that but I mean the end goal really at the end of the day is um like to have my own like streetwear brand because I love like designing like clothes and stuff like that um because it's just, I mean, there's always like stuff like flowing through my head and I'm always like drawing and sketching stuff. Um, so that's kind of more of my end goal. What's been the, what was like the hardest part about that whole process of, of building that entire thing up? Like social media wise? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Probably people around me like seeing it. I don't know because I feel like a lot of times like you you have to like even like a lot of the famous like tiktokers now which is not what I want to be but like um (laughs) like they had to like do some kind of I guess you just can't care about what like other people have to say about that 
her about, I mean, anything you do really. Um, and it's mindset was probably the hardest thing, but I think that my mindset is so strong now and like I can kind of keep going because it's not like I'm scared of what people are going to say and all that other stuff and I don't really read my comments or anything. Yeah. That was the hardest part just like dealing with dealing with just like the haters essentially. <laughs> yeah. Well, more so just like people around me like seeing like people that go here like seeing some of the stuff and then like knowing that people like talking, you know, it's just like kind of frustrating I guess sometimes, but yeah, it's like what are like the intentions behind it and like it's kind of like they don't always see you as like a person because they see you as this like bigger thing and it's just like girl like I'm literally sitting next to you in class like it's not yeah. that big of a deal. <laughs> what do you think the future is for the kind of crossroads of fashion and social media? I would say I think that the combination of both of them is like going to be a really great thing on in the end just because when you know trends are the reason that people are encouraged to do a certain thing or or buy a certain things so it's like since you can now combine social media marketing and like sustainability and stuff like that you can kind of like if you have like larger creators they can essentially like create a trend or a movement towards this thing and same with like all the like big designers like um Dior and whoever else um, so I think it's a great tool to utilize just because like that initiative does have to be taken soon. And I did like, so I did freshman year, like so much research on kind of the fast fashion industry and like the, um, effect it has on like the environment and even like for like the people that are working those jobs and in surrounding areas. So having social media and internet, it's a lot easier for people to find out about the issues and how to fix them just because I see so many things on TikTok too that I never knew from anything, not even just fashion, just like food and just like different facts. So I think it's an awesome tool. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I wouldn't have found at least half of like the brand brands that I shop from now if it wasn't for social media, including change because they always come up on my sponsored and stuff and Knockwall. Mm-hmm. I know those are vegan boots. Um all of those brands would have never showed up if it was not for social media. I wouldn't know anything about them. Yeah. So going back to um, what we talked about before, would you did like have you ever fallen into like the comparison trap when um, posting on social media or like going on social media now or ever in um, the time you've been doing this? I have, and I. I think it's kind of hard not to fall into it sometimes just because, you know, someone else can be like what we were saying kind of earlier living this life. And I'm like, we'll find myself kind of being like, oh, like, does not like they don't deserve that. But, you know, just kind of like, why don't I have that? Like, what have I done to like not have that? Right. But then I'm like, okay, that's just me being jealous. And I'm like, also to have to remember, like, everyone's at a different point in their life, like if I want to do that, like, then potentially I can, but it's just not the right moment for it. So I kind of like, when I do fall into that, I just kind of have to like, like evaluate my thoughts and remember all the things that I'm 
grateful for in my life right now. And you can just put it as something you're working towards too, rather than something you take as like a hit on your ego or something. Yeah. No, you can just like take it as inspiration and, you know, good things take time. So if that's a goal of yours, start working towards it. Like if anything, I guess it could encourage you in a sense. So are there any brands or designers that are like your favorite and you'll not incorporate, but like get ideas from when you're creating your own business? Yes, for sure. Um, Definitely change a little bit of like essentials and like kind of like talentless too, because it's like, I definitely want to incorporate simplicity, but also like completely like super like graphic and, and like, going to be kind of like a mix between that um those are my favorite brands so I'm sure I'll be shopping from you in the future (laughs) it's like I got you and probably probably Adika too because they have like super cool like graphic um stuff all the time so I always look there I completely agree I'm wearing um one of their graphic tank tops underneath the sweatshirt actually really I just value the like creativity of the designs like I completely agree but the only problem I ran into it after is because like even last year I definitely did buy from Sheen sometimes I hate to admit it but I did but this year I'm making uh like I'm in a speech class and I'm making all of it about like fast fashion and how it's just terrible environmentally and socially so now I am like sticking to it and not buying anything for fast fashion. And I did this whole thing from Adika because I thought it was like better than Sheen just to find out it's also considered fast fashion. And I was like, damn. But um, now I know for the future and I'm mostly a thrift shopper anyway, so it'll be okay. (laughs) Yeah, I was the same after I like did all these like research papers on it. I just like morally, I could not, I haven't bought from Sheen and a year and a half two years it's hard it's really hard like contributing to that after you're like vouching in front of your class like don't do that and then you just like close your door and you're like secretly ordering it yeah I can't do that yeah it no that was that was the hardest part because like you know the facts it's not like you can be like kind of like ignorant to like you know exactly what's going on behind the scenes and then you're like okay well I'm like especially like all the child labor stuff I'm like okay like I'm like basically like contributing to it yeah and like I want to advocate for it so I can't even if I'm spending more money and I have less that's okay (laughs) I just like won't go shopping as often I guess yeah (laughs) and it's like on Amazon too I'm like oh that's another place that I am like refusing to shop from recently Amazon in in general yeah it's kind of hard it's just because it's more just like the overall aspect of it like they just rip off so many small brands and they just they just get away with so much just because their status and like obviously if I'm gonna have to like have something here fast like I don't know, maybe like headphones I'll get from there, but definitely not like clothing just because of the fact I like it's all over TikTok that they're ripping off like the smaller brands and 
half of their stuff is not made ethically, which is why it's super cheap on there too. So I am trying to to stray away as best as I can. I didn't know you could buy clothes off Amazon. Really? No, I only use it for like masks and stuff. Yeah. No, I like have recently been going on there um, and they have like so many like kind of cool things, but it is like the same thing Grace was saying. It's like a bunch of people selling like kind of like the same product, just like at different prices. And uh, that's, that's kind of beat, you know, but you have your, like, what are your favorite places to shop? Uh, I really, I mean, obviously I'm broke college kids. So Goodwill um, is a staple for me. And then uh, since we've interviewed Soda City Thrifts and like Boring Cloth, or not Boring Cloth yet, but since we're kind of in that community now, I guess, uh, all those like local thrift vendor guys, I shop from a lot now. Um, but just brands, I really like Stussy. Uh, it's like a kind of like, it's like a, it used to be like a, a, like a Zoomies type brand, but then they kind of went off the grid for like five years. And then now they're doing like really tasteful kind of like, like rebranded yeah they completely rebranded and they're taking themselves seriously now and so they put out really really tasteful like subtle nice knitwear t-shirts jeans shoes and all that which is awesome yeah because i see um, it at like urban outfitters all the time you know like urban wouldn't be selling like something that wasn't like cool so yeah well that's the thing like stussy there's like there's like two types of stussy there's like the urban stussy which is like just like t-shirts print t-shirts with their logo on it and then there's like the online like Stussy web store which is like crazy cardigans and like crazy jeans and stuff like that it's a little expensive but I really like the t-shirts they put out yeah. just because there's so so many colors and the prints are always awesome um and then I'm what else look like? on there. it's a it's a little pricey but it's I mean since they rebranded all their clothes are gonna last you like a solid five six years so yeah for sure but um, what you're saying about like the thrift store shopping, like some of my like favorite, some of my favorite things that I own, like I've found at the thrift store, like I love it. I'm like, there's always something, you know, it's not like you can buy that somewhere and like everyone else is going to have it. It's going to be a very like kind of like unique piece that you find. And because like for girls, like a cropped like t-shirt is 30 40 dollars I guess depending really yeah like I mean depending on where um like even at, like say it was like at PacSun it was like a little crop t-shirt probably be like 29 30 dollars um so Jeez. just like you can find cooler ones and then just like cut them and crop them kind of make them your own and that's so much more sustainable yeah I think that's the the biggest appeal for me is from for thrifting is just like if you buy something you know it's it'll be good material if it's not something that was made in the last five years but yeah um you can always kind of customize it and make it your own and you don't have to worry about it because first of all it was probably cheap or like not like cheap material but like it probably costs like two bucks three bucks four bucks yeah, whatever for sure. And you can you can just like do whatever you want to it, not really worry about it. If it turns out bad, it turns out bad. There's no like loss of doing that, really. Yeah, exactly. I do that with all my jeans that I get from like Goodwill now. I just because I I have like weirdly 
like long legs. And so I'll get, a, I'll find a pair of jeans that fits my waist, but it doesn't fit my legs, like the length. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll just like take a pair of scissors and just like crop two inches off the bottom and just have that kind of like raggedy look uh, down near the ankles. Yeah. I like that though. Cause I'll like to last year, I mean, when it, I was like going out and it was like starting to get a little bit cold. Um, I was like shopping like the men's like flannel, like button down shirts. And then I would yeah. just like kind of like crop it. And so then it just kind of be like a little jacket I could throw over like my whatever I wanted to wear. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's all, I feel like it's just more about creativity. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's another thing I think people like about it is that, when you're in like a Goodwill or like one of those like local thrift vendor sale things, they do it like the Nomo warehouse, like you're left to your own devices and you're just, you're just going to have to make it work. Um, cause they're not going to do anything for you. So it's like, you kind of got to get crafty with it. And you also got to know like what you're looking for. And like you, that's where the kind of like the personal style aspect comes into play for me because there's so much stuff at like thrift stores and thrift vendors and stuff like that if you don't know what you're looking for and what you want to try and what you know looks good on you, then you might have a tough time picking out pieces and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like it'd probably feel more overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the coolest experiences I've had with that was like Melrose trading post. Everything was so unique and cool and something you can never find on the East coast. Like all the like NASCAR, like jackets and, um, just a bunch of different stuff that people had found at like the thrift stores in the area. Cause you know, LA is the thrift stores are insane just because yeah. there's so many people donating all the cool stuff all the time. Yeah. I just wish we had something like that. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, East coast style and West coast style, I feel are very different for sure. Um, just cause I mean, it gets colder on the East coast than it does the West coast. And so you kind of have to dress for that. And that's where, workwear comes in that's where the big patagonias come in that's where the big you know thick jeans and trousers come in but on the west coast it's like you don't really need to dress for that um and i I think more people are definitely attracted to kind of like the west coast surf skate style definitely more than like the workwear cold weather east coast type type clothes you know yeah i agree it is crazy though how such it's such a different um kind of style and aesthetic everywhere you go find a little bit of the west coast like inspired style over here but i feel like you would never find kind of a southern style like in california or somewhere oh yeah no definitely no no that's the thing like it's so every kind of pocket of the u.s has their own style that are all kind of related but you would never you could never like put one like you can never put this off like like you said you can never put like a southern type style in the west coast and have it fit in you know right right which i think is like it's always been super interesting to me all right and with that i think we can wrap this episode up caroline where can the people find you on social media um either on instagram it's at caroline with three e's wick and then um on tiktok as well which i'm pretty sure i have it linked in my um, Instagram bio. Awesome. 
Um, and you can also follow the show on Instagram at FitCheckPod, where we will be posting behind-the-scenes content, fit picks, and a mood board to go along with every episode every single Friday. Uh, our producer and editor is Josh Teckel and Sydney Daigle. This podcast is a production from the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Find out more about Garnet Media Podcasts and other student work at garnetmedia.org.